Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to Monday Morning Moments with John O'Leary. I record these so that we may begin our weeks in awe and on fire with a burst of inspiration. I got a question for you that was asked of me about 25 years ago, so hopefully you're buckled up by the time you hear this because it might catch you a little bit off guard. It certainly did me. Here we go. Were you born stupid or have you just become stupid over time? Well, my friends, as a 20-year-old college finance major, I had an amazing opportunity to work at a world-class financial service firm. Although at that age, my ability to balance my personal checking account was in serious question. This organization placed me in a position to support their most successful financial advisors. Truth be told, the majority of my job consisted of making copies, printing spreadsheets, occasionally making coffee, and assembling mailing packets. On the few occasions my phone actually rang, I'd answer, of course, excitedly, Unfortunately, the majority of the calls were either college friends pranking me or my mother calling to see how my day was going. It's going fine, Mom. Well, there was, however, one unforgettable phone call. As the phone rang, I cleared my throat and answered in my most professional voice. Manage products. This is John O'Leary. How may I help you? A deep, grumpy voice barked back into the line. Good, John. I got you. I have a question for you. Were you born stupid or have you just become stupid over time? Startled, I looked at my phone to make sure it wasn't a number of a college friend. And seeing that it was coming from our office in Chicago, I responded, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me? To which the successful advisor replied sarcastically, Oh, no, I, I, I'm the one who should be sorry here. I forgot who I called. Let me slow down this question for you. Were you born stupid or have you just become stupid over time? There was a long pause before he added, did I slow it down enough for you, John? Without going into the details of what happened next, the cause of the problem this man had actually wasn't me or even our department. It was a filing issue elsewhere that kept him from closing a contract, and it, by the way, was easily remedied. Although the conversation rattled me as an intern, the reason I share this story with you today is less about my hurt feelings or some arrogant man's assessment of my intelligence, and much more about my manager's response and what it means for each and every one of us today. As a leader, Don Embry was a quiet and humble guy. He was also fierce and resolute. He became highly successful professionally by investing himself fully into his team. Whereas we have many examples today of leaders who quickly blame others for mistakes while while earnestly taking all the credit for success, Don worked in the opposite manner. He took responsibility for mistakes and was quick to divert praise, all the praise, to his team. His wisdom in part of the day remains with me 25 years later. Listen to what he says. John, never listen to anyone who only is able to tell you what you do poorly. Their hostility toward you is just a reflection of hatred toward themselves. They don't feel good about themselves. They don't have a strong self-esteem. And they most certainly don't have your best interest in mind. 
That's so good. That is so good. It is so true. Anger is frequently a reflection of self-loathing. It's almost always revealing of some lack of self-esteem. And those who show it almost always don't have our best interests in mind. It's a beautiful sentiment. But how do we live this out every day? My friends, I think Don Embry's challenge to me and to us is twofold. The first is to recognize when someone belittles you, is negative toward you, or treats you poorly, that their attitude reflects not your self-worth, but theirs. Too frequently, we give our power to someone who just doesn't even have our best interests in mind. Let's take our power back. The second aspect is even more important. In the divisive quick to anger world we find ourselves navigating today, we can choose to be a model that connects, that lifts up, and that provides hope. Any fool can raise their voice in anger or quickly degrade a new idea or put another person down. It's popular, it trends on social media, and it is the currency of the day. But truly great, truly remarkable leaders and ordinary heroes choose instead to faithfully serve, selflessly strive, continuously encourage, and humbly work to make the world a better place. They possess high self-esteem, and they have the best interest of others in mind. 25 years ago, some crass, self-centered individual asked me if I was born stupid or had just become that way in time. Today, let's share a very different message with those we encounter Let's ask if they realize that they were born genius. Let's ask if they are embracing the wonderful opportunity to become even more brilliant in time. And let's begin this conversation with a person probably longing for the reminder, the reflection in the mirror. My friends, this is your day. You are a gift. Act like it. Live inspired.